Test, test, one, two, one, two. Test, test, one, two, one, two. Yeah, get all those mic touches out of the way. How, how did I do last time? Uh, this was the easiest episode to edit so far. Woohoo! Yeah, I cut out approximately zero things. I only added in music. Nice. It was good. Good. I keep forgetting to bring. Yeah, you ask me that every time. Do I? And nah. (laughs) And the guy with the screwdriver just left. That's true. Okay, uh, checking. Is this still recording? Yeah. (laughs) Would one of these work? Maybe. I've got my own little one of these things. Yeah, I know. I'm going to struggle to not like do a northern Minnesotan. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jackson. How you doing? Oh, doing pretty good there, Hutch. Hey, yeah. you done any snow blowing recently? <laughs> it's a busy season of life, but it's good to be sitting down and. Yeah, it is. Talking at you. You know, it's kind of nice. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I got a burp. it's it's a busy season of life but it's nice for us in the uh the old youth department because i've got this week which is really busy next week which will be really busy kind of just wrapping some stuff up yeah and then a nice chunk of silence good off time so That's important. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. Where yeah. whereas the rest of the church is like ramping up. This is the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we were having a discussion about whether Christmas or Easter is the Super Bowl. And my my thought is just that unlike the NFL, we have two Super Bowls. Ooh, could it be more like soccer where you've got like the Ooh. league cup that you're playing yeah. for, but then you've also got like Champions League, Champions League, and or... you've also got the FA Cup if you're in the English Premier yeah. League. Yeah. So you got you could just have multiple, multiple tournaments. Cups. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? I think this is an interesting question. If you're if you are a I almost said if you're a viewer, maybe someday we'll have video. If you're a listener, uh, I'd be interested in your feedback. Christmas or Easter? Like if you had to choose one high holy day of the church, or if you had to you know. Say this is the Super Bowl of the church. Hmm. What would you say? That's a that's a great question. I would say thank you. Um. You know, I don't know how this speaks about my theology or anything like that, but I tend to. If Just I had don't to say choose, of July. no, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> uh, don't have to worry about me. Um. I I would I tend to take so we're we're eliminating one is basically what we're doing by choosing the other in, yeah, in a well, sense. Yeah, we're just saying like what you know, what would which be one? the if you were to lift one up, which is again 
So of- as far as the season goes and lifting up the kind of the um, secular version of things, yeah. it's totally Christmas. Yeah. But if I look at it from a worshipful standpoint in a yeah. in a season that I tend to, um, I don't know, hold as higher and holier. Yeah. It would be Lent leading up to, to, Easter. to Easter. Yeah. Lent and Easter really do it for me. Now the Advent doesn't, yeah. you know, it, Advent is great. Yeah. Um, but I've always, there's something about Lent and Easter that's always yeah really hit with me in a different way than, than yeah, Advent sure. has. So if I was going to lift one of them up, yeah, it would be that. Yeah, that's fair. But if I were to like cut one out, you know, like I couldn't, I, I would, my household yeah. wouldn't let me cut out Christmas. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. No, that makes sense. I mean, it, it's sort of an impossible question. Yeah, it is. You know, but that was a good answer. That was a good answer. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I think I love the singing of Christmas. Maybe, maybe better than Easter. I just, I just love all the carols and. What's an Easter hymn? Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's a good one. Or thine is the glory, risen conquering sun. And there's always Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, but that's not like accessible, singable (laughs) for most of us, right? As I just proved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just think, I mean, Christmas has so many yeah. amazing hymns and carols and canticles and all that. But yeah, I think more and more, I just, I think, you know, the, the incarnation is so, it's really one season, Christmas to Easter. Fair. Instead of just saying Lent and Easter, I'm just going to throw in Advent to Easter as one one big season because the one incarnation... big season, and then we've got ordinary time. And we've got ordinary time. Okay. Yeah. I I, yeah. I feel that kind of feels like just because he, I think more and more to me the incarnation is right. Christ has it's not just about him coming as a baby. That's amazing, but it's also coming as a baby because of all that the incarnation is headed towards. So what you're saying is that we've been comparing it to the wrong sport. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, okay. It's really like base. Out. It's really like baseball. You got opening day, yeah. big deal. That's Christmas, Advent. The antis- yeah. You got sp- yeah. spring training leading up to it. Yeah. You know the anticipation yeah, of yeah, yeah. the 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 league. And then you got opening day. Bam! Right, and then yeah. it kind of fizzles off because they play a hundred and sixteen uh, games. Yeah. Yes, whatever it is, yeah. a bajillion sixty-two, one sixty-two. I can't remember, but. They play a lot of games, yeah. right? And so there's no way that even if you're the biggest fan in the world, you can't keep up with all of it. Yeah. And then you get to like, oh wait, we're a month out. We're a month out. We're a month out. Like yeah. playoff push. Are we in the? Are we in the yeah. race? Yeah, we're in the race. All right, yeah. here we go. Here we go. And then you you uh, wind up for the playoff push, and then you hit the playoffs, and you get to the pennant, and then yeah. World Series. Yeah. So it's baseball. So kind of pennants like Holy Week. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then, like, and then like World that. Series. And then World Series. Yeah. Is Easter. Yeah. Because so what is Good Friday when your team loses? <laughs> or when you're down 0-3 in the series and then you come back and win the Final Four? Ooh, that might be it. Yeah. That's a good one. Or bottom of the ninth. 
no runners on, Did and you? then you and then you load the bases. Yeah. Uh, and you got one out, and then the next batter strikes out. That's Ouch. Silent Saturday. Boom. Then you're down. Did you? You know, I played baseball growing up. Not like. Not like you all played baseball, but I did play baseball growing up and watching baseball. And like I think my if I could have stepped into and lived one moment in my life, it would have been being the batter, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, down by three, hitting the home run to win the game. Like if there was like one this would be I would have arrived, you know. Yeah. It's like dreams as a young child, like that was it. That was like the pinnacle of Mine was always, awesome. well, when I was growing up, mine was always hitting like a buzzer beater, basketball buzzer beater. Mm. I always wanted to do that. And uh, then when I got to high school, it was game-winning field goal. That's okay. what I wanted. Yeah. Ooh. Game-winning field goal. That's a lot of pressure. I Did you ever hit a game-winning field goal? No, I never hit a game-winning field goal, but yeah. I hit a, like, go ahead field goal and then they drove down and hit one and we went to overtime but okay you know still pretty big deal yeah yeah and they had an awesome like kickoff return and a couple plays kick the field goal it should have been a game winning field it should have been a game yeah but it was it wasn't as time expired it was yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't final four seconds ticking off yeah so you say that you want to be in that position and that's the moment the arrival moment but when you're out there with a minute and two seconds oh, yeah. left or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Maybe, okay, I don't want to step into that moment. I want to be the person who has already accomplished the done thing. That moment, right? Yeah. 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 Which I feel like, man, there, you know, there's sermons and everything. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, it's kind of the cross. It's kind of the resurrection. Like, we, we, we can't carry the moment of life, but we get to kind of ride on the shirt coattails of Jesus, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Jesus is like, that's all right. I got this. Yep. I got yep. this. Come along with me. Yeah. It's put the, puts the whole team on his back. That's right. <laughs> well, that has very little <laughs> to do to with do what it. we're talking about, other than it's uh, Jesus related. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like very burpy today. What did you have for breakfast or lunch? I had two donuts for lunch. <laughs> did you not get to the barbecue? I did not make it to the barbecue. Thus, I had to do donuts. Do donuts. <laughs> that is what was available to me. Yeah. Okay, actual okay. confession. Are we putting off? Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I had a breakfast sandwich at home and then came to the A10 building and had two donuts. So way to do it. It's and then had some of the barbecue for lunch. <laughs> that's what it means by having a balanced meal. You gotta, you know, with the the thing that's actually gonna sustain you, and yep. then the thing that you just want to eat. Yeah. yeah. So is our topic today gluttony, or is it? No. <laughs> Don't think so. I Don't think so. Okay. <clears throat> So, what is our topic? Our topic, we're in the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. And kindness. Kindness. Right? Is Which it? we, we previewed. Ca- yeah. Sort of got into. I would say that we, we uh, get into it? did more yeah. than a preview. I just, this morning is actually when I 
edited that okay. one, so it's pretty fresh in my brain. And we 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 dove into it. I mean, there's plenty more that we can cover. Yeah, uh, but we we covered a good chunk. Yeah. Oh, kindness in the last episode. So if you didn't make it to the last episode, go back, yeah. listen to patience, be very patient, get to the end, and then that's where kindness yeah. starts. As you've already, this this whole intro was really just an attempt to see if you were listening uh-huh. in the last episode and yeah. if you had grown in your patience at all. Yeah, especially if you don't like baseball. <laughs> that's true. Or sports in general. Yeah. Yay, always, sports. Man, sorry trouble staying on topic right now it's okay it's okay dan um i mean hutch thanks kindness yes kindness well just as a way of recap yeah we we got into how patience leads into kindness because patience in the development of our patience we really get to a point where we're conscious about the way that we react to something and we get to choose either to act out of selfishness or selflessness or, um, and that's just assuming that we only have two choices, right? Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes it's a little bit more nuanced than that, but, uh, as a generalized way of speaking, the development of patience leads us to that acting in either kindness or unkindness. Like we can make a kind decision or we can make an unkind decision, or I guess we could just make no decision, but um, those are really our two choices. And if you think about it, when it comes down to a response that we have with anybody on this earth, Mm. we can respond. Very, very rarely do we have the option of a neutral response, Mm. I think. Mm Mm-hmm. At least maybe the way that we actually respond can be taken as neutral, but the internal prompting to respond in that way is usually coming out of a kind or an unkind place, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of what we were talking about as as far as uh, kindness spurring us on yeah. uh, or patience spurring us on to kindness. And we've, yeah. we've covered that before yeah. in, in other episodes that all these are really, really tied together. And it's hard to, it's more difficult for us to act out of a place of kindness if we're mm-hmm. not coming from a place of belovedness and love and joy, joy and peace. peace. Like yeah. if we're not at peace, then it's going to be yeah. more difficult to act kindly yeah. towards somebody. Yeah. Uh, if we're in the midst of turmoil and, and stress and kind of restlessness yeah. amongst ourselves, then yeah. then that's not really going to... I don't know, produce the fruit yeah. of, of kindness. And yeah. so I I think how go ahead. No no no. Well I, I just so I think kindness would be I think we talked about last week, patience is not necessarily something that our world holds up as a virtue. I think we, we kinda of, you know yeah. and maybe maybe be. it would in theory, but not maybe in practice or what in terms of what's really valued what's mm-hmm. promoted mm-hmm. i i feel like kindness is a is at least we we would talk about kindness a lot as a virtue in our world do you think that's fair i i feel like of, of all the fruits of the spirit being kind is something that you're and again we can think about maybe how how do we define it but like is something that the world or you know, you learn growing up. You got to be kind to others. You got to you know 
I even mean, in, I don't know. Do, do you think that's that's fair? Yes and no. I think okay. that kind of like what we taught, my view on it on patience is I think that we try to teach people patience at a young age. And so we say, we pay homage yeah. to the idea that this is of value. Yeah. Yet the way that the world actually works, mm. patience has yeah. very little value that's in that. Fair. And so I think that would be similar with with kindness that we know that it's a desirable trait Mm -hmm. yet if we want to get things done if we want to you know oftentimes you have to be unkind like successful business people are looked at like i'm not here to make friends yeah i'm not here to be kind and like but that's again anytime we say the word success what do we what do we our minds go to it goes to a successful business person right yeah yeah. or somebody who's top of their field yeah and it's an exception and it's a noted exception when somebody says oh yeah this is so and so and they're the best in their field at this and blah 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 blah, and they are a kind person it's like this is one of the best people yeah ever like you're not just accomplished at this you're kind too and that's always noted as like an exception so i don't know that I think that we say that we value it and I think yeah. that maybe we actually do value it, but we never model that on a mass scale yeah. in which we value it. Yeah. So it's easily recognizable as valued. Yeah. I think maybe. No, I think that's good. Yeah. So, okay. And we've talked about this some, but I'm curious to hear, we'll talk a little bit about <laughs> what, in some sense, what, is, what does it mean to be kind? Mm. Uh, so I, I think we've talked. I think we've talked a little bit about truth and grace on this podcast, and sort of the Jesus comes. We read in the beginning of John with truth and grace, and I think when you think about someone who is kind, you think, you know, within the church, we think about Jesus. Jesus is, um, his, you know, kindness to the widow and to the orphan, and, and calling us to be that, and his gentleness with the woman caught in adultery, or his conversation with the Samaritan woman and um, kindness to her, even in speaking to her as a Jew and they don't normally speak with Samaritans and, you know, God's kindness to us in not zapping us for our sin and just like, boom, you're dead. And yet Jesus is also not necessarily in our definition kind to like the Pharisees and he calls them whitewashed tombs and he's not super and gentles are next next word but he's not super gentle with them and uh we might know God is not always kind as we think about it to the Israelites in the old testament and there's still calls to repentance and you know Paul is not always kind in his letters we might say you know or jane you know like there's as we think of kindness there's there's calling people out there's calling out sin there's Mm. um so i I guess just when we when how do we what what do we think kindness is 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 that you know when we um maybe it's you know how does it relate to some of these other words that are part of the gifts of the spirit is, is, is the kindness. And I, I'm just sort of thinking through, um, 
we would say Jesus is kind. Yeah. But I don't know that that always looks like what we think kindness looks like. Well, I think it goes back to, I'm going to answer that part of the question first, and then I'll go back and answer like, what is kindness? Yeah. I think that, I hate to throw this out there as like an absolute, but what it, what it sparks in my brain is that kindness is um, relative to the situation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So kind of like how patience and and God is patient, right? That's an attribute of Mm -hmm. God, but his patience runs out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or it's at least in shorter supply than it was before, right? There's still a day day of judgment. There's still a day of judgment and he wasn't, the Israelites didn't get to go into the promised land, Mm -hmm. you know, immediately they had to be in exile for yeah. 40 there's, years to there's still come back. Punishment, right. there's still consequences. There's, there's consequences, yeah. And and, and patience, we talked about that in our last episode too. Patience isn't the abolition of consequence yeah. or or punishment that, that we can get to a point where, yeah. in your words, Edmund still has to be dressed and out the door <laughs> and driven to school. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a point where we just which is actually pretty successful this morning. Nice, yeah, it was, yeah, not bad. yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good. And patience can help us to be kind in the implementation of that. Yeah, and I think that kindness can it's relative in the sense that it's my kindness looks different when I'm dealing with children that I don't know their backgrounds and what their expectation Mm -hmm. is at home. Mm -hmm. And then my kindness is different when I know that my children know that this is the Mm -hmm. expectation that I always hold them to. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is perceived as being less kind Mm -hmm. to my kids when I'm, I would say that I'm very kind to my kids. Yeah. But I know that there's a level of expectation that you don't get to yeah. get away with. And yeah. so now I'm I'm viewed as harsh because I'm holding yeah. you to a standard, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. when I'm dealing with other kids that I don't know their backgrounds or what their expectation is, and maybe my expectations aren't clear to them yet, yeah. I act with a little more patience and maybe a little more kindness. And they, not that they can get away with everything, but it's like, not yeah. as quote unquote harsh yeah. when I deal with them. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, and then that's all not... kind relative to an unbridled reaction of disobedience, right? Yeah. What what is and maybe yeah. I'm just like a horrible monster, but I feel like the <laughs> natural reaction to somebody disobeying you that you've been put in authority over. Okay, which that gets us into a whole realm of like authority and whatever. But we're assuming that you've been put into authority over your kids, right? That's kind of a truth where we We are stepping into this conversation. And you have blatant disobedience, right? If somebody's coming to a program on a Wednesday night, they are submitting to authority of the people running the program, right? And you have blatant disobedience. I think the unholy spirit um holy spirit is the only thing that's keeping me together okay (laughs) let's just make that very clear if jesus isn't in my life 
and there's no ethical standard Mm -hmm. that is in the world, like my unbridled response is physical violence, Mm. okay? Mm -hmm. That's just like maybe, again, maybe I'm a horrible monster, but it's like I think we take for granted a lot of like ethics of God and Holy Spirit and all this. Like the natural primal thing is to just... Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter if you're male or female. Doesn't matter any of that. Like, I'm bigger and I'm stronger. You will obey. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Unbridled response. Anything that is not that is kind. That's relative. Yeah. Anything that's tempered in front of that is kind Mm -hmm. in comparison. I mean, maybe that is unkind like we can yeah, say yeah, that's unkind yeah. and maybe some of those other things that could be a response to disobedience are still unkind yeah you know we could use really venomous language and yeah. words and cut people down and yeah. and all that and that's unkind yeah but anything that's more tempered than that is kind yeah, yeah. and so whether it's viewed as you're more harsh to this person than you are to that person maybe the expectation is higher and the kindness is actually being dealt out hmm. well because yeah. without any tempering, the wrath is yeah. is there, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I, I like that. And I, and I do think this situationally, when you get to know people, you interact with them in different ways and you recognize like this person needs straight shooting you know that maybe the kindest way to interact with this person is just direct which to someone else might not be kind you know or might might feel harsher mm. but even personalities i think can in in situations but i i think that um yeah i i think uh but i, I think you're too just your general sense of our gut impulse reaction versus how we choose to or habituate ourselves into responding to is a um I, I i think that's i think that's good so in that sense kind of going back to the very beginning like i do think that our society practices kindness more than any of these other ones naturally like we have we have made it more commonplace because we have laws and we have things that are mm-hmm. based on choosing to do something that is kinder than our natural response that yeah. we would have. Yeah. Right. And and so I do think that uh, kindness is is probably more ingrained in our society yeah. than some of the other yeah. other ones. Yeah. But yeah, and I also think that kindness. Kind of like with patience, right? I mean, you can think, thinking of Maria von Trapp, I will be firm but kind. Mm. I don't know if you know the music, the sound of music, but I do. Yeah, um, you know those those two things are not mutually exclusive, right? You can right. be kind and still redirect, or that student comes in and is not. And even you think in that context, what is kindness to both the student but also the group, right? Mm-hmm. There's sort of you got to think on sort of a certain yeah, some yeah. different level. There's some protection of some protection. Like, yeah. Yeah. Giving you a boundary here is actually kind to the rest of the group. Yeah. Right. Because I'm not letting you walk into that. Sometimes boundary. kind to the student too. I mean we've yeah. all 
we've all, the two of us, but when you've seen students who are their own worst enemy relationally or just, you know, are burning bridges left and right. Yeah. With everyone. I've that seen they, that before. Yeah. And you think, okay, what is it? What is it? What's the kind response both in the moment, but also for them in their growth and their development in becoming aware of some of the ways in which they're, Sort of their attempts to get what they want and need are actually they're getting that, in the way of that. That makes you know? me think a lot of the conviction of the Holy Spirit, right? Sometimes that mm-hmm. can feel harsh and unkind because mm-hmm. it's jolting to us. But yeah. if we're not aware of something, then it can never be addressed or changed. Mm-hmm. And I think of that a lot with like middle school kids wearing mm-hmm. deodorant. It's like, dude, you stink. And the kind thing is, I can either tell you you stink and you need to go take a shower or you need to put on deodorant and like seriously next time you come on a Wednesday night, make sure that you have deodorant on. Yeah. Cause it's going to be better hearing it from me saying you stink. Yeah. Even though that's going to like maybe hurt your feelings a little bit. Yeah. Then you having a crush on so-and-so and then try you go up to try to, to talk to yeah. it and they're going, gosh you stink oh, yeah. and then you yeah. they don't tell you directly but you hear the like <laughs> yeah, that yeah. happens because so and so stinks and then you're like well, what the heck nobody told me it's kind of like having stuff yeah. in your teeth yes and nobody yeah. tells you yeah and you're like thanks friends yeah you I let me walk around like me. a ding dong yeah. and so sometimes the harsh thing is actually the, the, the kind, kind thing, thing. yeah to just get it over with and done yeah. and it's causes less pain in the long run which i think and i'll, I'll speak personally i i'm not a pro conflict person as a general rule <laughs> like you know if there's if there's a way to avoid tension and conflict i will try try those routes and uh i think that just what pop, popped in my mind is like oftentimes that reaction, it may be about the other person, but a lot of it's about me, mm. right? It's about my comfortability. Like I feel awkward pointing out that you have spinach in your teeth. That makes me uncomfortable. You don't at the moment, yeah, but thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. From what I, I was can over see here across like, the room, <laughs> digging in my teeth with my. It tongue. was one of those things. Like there are certain foods that you're like you don't eat on a first date. You know, you yeah. don't eat if you're in like a meeting with people because yeah. you know these are dangerous foods. Poppy seed muffins, do not eat them. Yeah, don't eat them. They're tasty, but except I maybe salad. I just have like a low don't level of self respect because I just don't care. <laughs> just like I just go for it. <laughs> I mean Yeah. And we love that about you, Jackson. Thank you. Yeah. You're like the doctor. Doctor who wears bow ties, says What does he say? What's his line? You wear them and you don't care, and that's why it's cool. Sort of like that. Yeah. I don't he's wear like, bow ties, but yeah. Yeah. He's like, you yeah. do the thing, you don't care. And that's, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. But I think poppy seed muffins are cool. <laughs> they are cool. I love poppy seed muffins. Uh, but all that to say, I think part of kindness is the consideration of the other person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and in all these circumstances, and that's, I, I think, I really appreciate what you said just at the beginning. Of, it is situational, right? Kindness is not monolithic. It's not, this is kindness in every single situation. But part of kindness is looking at what is the need? What is the, of the other person? How can I care for the other person? How can I serve the other person, right? What, what do they, and maybe they need a, 
reality check. Maybe they need a a clear, hey, this is going on, and this is you need you need to put on deodorant, right? Yeah. You know, maybe um, they need you just to sit and listen to them and hear what's going on, right? But that's, and I think that's true, like too, just the awareness of this is. As followers of Christ, we want to be attentive to the Spirit, and these are gifts of the Spirit. And so it's not saying, mm, "Okay, I need to be, I need to be kind," right? It's but it's it's being attentive, right? Okay, what is how is the Spirit calling me to engage right now, right here in this situation, and to um, to embody Christ's love and peace and patience um, and his his presence here. And I think that sort of doing that is kindness. Like, well, almost it's like it's manifest itself in kindness, but it's 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 spirit attentiveness, like like all of this is because it's I, the fruit of the spirit. I I like we haven't really gone there yet, but it seems like we're stepping into the fruit of the spirit that really caught uh, we. The other ones, we needed to create space for this to happen, right? Yeah. Like, we needed to create space for joy to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, we could squash that real fast, yeah. right? Yeah. We can squash kindness, too. Um, peace. Like, there's things that we can do that really drive peace out of our life, like induce chaos rather than than peace. There's practices of that. But... Now we're kind of getting into, like you said, spirit attentiveness. We've mm. created this room. Mm-hmm. Now what are we going to do with all this room? What's going to fill that room, yeah. right? Yeah. And what's going to fill the room that we've created is peace, yes, but coming along with that is going to be kindness. What yeah. What is filling that room is is, is joy, yes, yeah. is love, yes. But, I mean, love is such a big term, right? I mean, it's a small term and a big yeah. term. It can mean a bajillion different things. But kindness is a piece of, of yeah. love, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's almost like we, we're working from a 30,000-foot view down to a smaller, you know, yeah. nuts and bolts practicality. It, this is yeah. how you show love from a place of joy, yeah. out of peace, when you show patience, you are yeah. kind to people. Yeah. And it's just kind of getting us lower and lower and lower to the actual, I don't know, it's being distilled, I yeah. guess, more. Yeah. And I think it's being enacted, too. I mean, yes. you think you're, you're, we're making our way to the final one of self-control, and they're moving more into the realm, I would say, of enacted mm-hmm. yes. from this is by the spirit i guess i never finished my thought that's where i was going like we're we're actually being attentive to the spirit yeah Yeah. we're being filled with the love and joy and peace of god by the spirit and then what does this look like when those things are the reality right it looks like being patient looks like being kind and gentle and these are it it feels like that yeah i I like that it's like a spring that's getting filled up or like a cup that might be a little bit better visual a cup that's being filled up with love yeah. and joy and peace, yeah. and that looks like kindness, patience, like and that, kindness and gentleness, song. like the overflow. Like yeah, I've got the love of Jesus, I've got the peace that passes, I've got the joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart, His heart, yeah. Those kids' songs, yeah. Sometimes they speak with they got some repetitive some good wisdom. stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What well, um, soul kindness, yeah, soul kindness, yeah. I was talking with Steve before 
you came in here about how like it's interesting. He he was saying that people don't respond like kindness catches them off guard. Hmm. Like when hmm. you are kind, there's like a socially accepted level of kindness. Yeah. And when you go beyond that, then it's like people respond like really yeah. awkwardly because they're like, why would you do that? Life why, why would is you do pain, that? highness. Anyone who says differently is selling you something. Exactly. And so it's like, well, yeah, I guess we are selling you Jesus. Yeah. Like we're selling you <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, we're being pretty upfront about it though. I would hope. I feel like we yeah, are. I hope so. I'm not trying to like sneak Jesus in there, <laughs> you know. Pretty up. Yeah. yeah, here's a beautiful vacuum. It comes with a slice of Jesus. You know? <laughs> um, vacuum. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. Sorry. No, no, no. I. But I think that's kind of the attitude. Is like he he gave an example. He was talking to a student about um if. Like the example was if a guy, like you were sitting with somebody and you had two chairs and then somebody else came up to be in the conversation and you just got up and told them to sit in your chair and you went and got it. Sometimes that catches people off guard. And I've seen that one actually happen too. And Steve was saying that he's seen that happen too. People are like, I could have gotten my own chair. Like, what? what?" And it's like, dude, I'm just being nice. Like, it's okay. And yeah. and sometimes people are, you're questioning their masculinity or you're questioning yeah. their ability to do something or I'm yeah. not an idiot or, you know, and it's like, nobody said you're an idiot. Nobody yeah. said you weren't masculine yeah. and just being nice. Yeah. I'm just holding the door open for you. I'm just like, it, I'm just yeah being kind. And yeah. sometimes that really does take people aback. Yeah. I am letting you go in front of me. Really? What? Why would you do that? And it's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just being kind. I, yeah. I was going to go down a path, but maybe it's maybe it's not needed. I agree. I concur. Concurred. Yeah. And then that got us on to, I was saying, that there are, in my observations, having never really been anywhere else in the United States necessarily. Oh, this is about where I'm living here. Living somewhere in the United States. When people come to live in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. we have a reputation of having nice people. Yeah. And especially people who are transplanted from the East Coast really yeah. think that we're nice. Yeah. And it's I, a very I mean, normal to me because this Oklahoma is where we is like nice. yeah. grow up. And I like and I guess that that's true because I do get like taken aback when I see people treat other people rudely. Like I was in the Brahms another day the other day and it was probably like the third or fourth time that I've seen somebody like cuss out an employee because they didn't get like the service that they thought they should. But Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. You came to Brahms. Their service is slow. Like you should have known. It's not a big deal. Like we're all here for ice cream. Yeah. And why are you eating ice cream other than to like feel good? Like you don't eat ice cream for sustenance. Like (laughs) that's probably why they were, they were probably sad and needed ice cream. Uh, Maybe, maybe, uh, that sadness turned to madness real quick. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. see that a whole lot. And so it like really takes me aback when that like yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're nice here. Yeah. I think so. I think there there can be a niceness that's superficial. 
I'm not saying that Oklahoma is superficial, but there can be a, oh, hey, we're all in this together. And, you know, but just oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. It's one of those phrases I I don't love. Superficial niceness. Superficial niceness. Yeah. And maybe it's my West Coast bias that I'm like, oh, yeah, you uh, bet you bless my heart. (laughs) I don't even know what that means exactly, but. It's like, I, buddy. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I'm not your buddy, friend. <laughs> uh, like the one two minute chunk of that show that I've ever seen in my life, but. I don't even know what show that's no, from. It's oh. just funny. I don't know if I should quote it on our podcast. Oh. It's from South Park. Oh, I've seen me some South Park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not, but. I don't remember that. No, I don't even know what episode it's all, from. All the parts I remember, I definitely can't repeat. Can't repeat. Yeah. I think. I don't know if this is at all oh, related. Jacket coming off. Woo! Hot. <laughs> that wasn't going to say it. Sorry. Yeah, it's my bad. Someone had to. Um, <laughs> I was like giving you. <laughs> I like giving you a laugh when you walk, read, not listen. Read this? Yeah. <laughs> listen back through this. Kindness also invites observation, invites us to be looking, not just like caring outside of ourselves, but looking and being attentive to people. I think it's hard to be kind if you're self-focused, which I think, again, you know, we talked about all these. If you're filled with the love of Christ by the Spirit, and if you're loving in return, and if you're experiencing joy, if you're sort of stepping into that, and if if, you know, you're at peace and recognize that peace and i think it's just all of those if it feels like those three in particular are such foundational concepts that then free you up to be attentive and to be patient and free you up to be kind that when you're from a place of i would say call it security of love and joy and you know feel this sense of peace in your world if you don't have those things it's really hard to look outward. It's really hard to be attentive. You're always like, what can I control? And what can I, what do I need? And you know, what can I get for myself? Um, but to have those things in place and allows you to say, okay, what's this person going through and what do they need? And um, so just, that was just something that came to my mind. Um, yeah. And I think that kindness is until practiced a lot, it's never a knee jerk reaction. It is a thoughtful, Mm. Mm. calculated action. Mm. I don't know. Again, maybe I'm a monster, and that doesn't come naturally to me. Um, Because it is is a practice to me. Um, I have to actively choose it. It's not happening by accident. I'm not going to be kind to anybody by accident. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, um, I would agree. I think that's... And if I am, it's, uh, I mean, a complete and total fluke, and it's because yeah. it's serving me in some other yeah. way, and you're just getting a, yeah. I don't know, a benefit from it. Yeah. And I don't know that that's kind. Yeah. Like, that's just symbiosis. Yeah. So, I, I, I do think that when we're consumed by ourselves when we're operating from a a place of that would be more opposite of a place of joy or a place of peace mm-hmm. you know when we're when we're acting from from that place i don't know the, to say that it's going to be really difficult to be kind mm-hmm. more closer to the edge of impossible to be yeah. kind because it is about intent and um, I, I don't know that the calculated mutual benefit is kindness. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can come across as kindness because you've become kind to that person, but you have a ulterior motive that's mm-hmm. set behind that action. And that's, that's not kind. That's using yeah. somebody to meet an end. And I don't think, I think that we yeah. could all agree yeah. that using somebody else is not necessarily a, kind yeah manipulating I, I, I somebody that's else true, though. i mean even sometimes well maybe if i'm kind to this person they'll be kind to me yeah. you know it's like which again it's probably better to be kind than not to be kind but that's not kindness for the sake of kindness kindness for the sake of enacted love kindness for the sake of being christ's presence to someone is you know different that's yeah. i'm gonna be kind to you treating somebody i'm gonna let you in to the line or whatever yeah even if it does nothing for me right that's not and that's, that's, see, that's kind of the hard part about that too, is because like sometimes we have to practice even when our motivations are poor yes. to actually yeah. give way to that being a response out of actual kindness and goodness and yeah. gentleness, like yeah. out of being a fruit of a spirit, we're just going to be obedient and we're yeah. going to choose the kind thing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Even though this is going to serve me in this moment, I'm going to choose the kind thing. And then that over time can become which our predisposition i guess yeah i i think and i think we, we probably talked about this but after this whole section in galatians you know paul says keep in step with the spirit and it begins with you know for freedom christ has set you free stand firm therefore and i think you know those are active words and even though we've talked about the fruit as the you know the, the produce it's what the spirit produces when the spirit isn't is in us these are still choices and like habits and decisions and there's that active role that we are called to have um i think this applies here but i'm I'm staring at a watchman knee quote that says that god is not seeking a display of my christ likeness but a manifestation of his christ and i think that sometimes we can I don't know here it's it's kind of getting back to that tension that sometimes like we can use kindness and patience to gain ourselves something else and it's not modeling Christ likeness it's not about behavioral modification but it's about the place where we come from in the first yeah. place a manifestation of Christ yeah. in us um 
the fruit of the spirit, not yeah. the end of the spirit, you know, yeah. like it can come from a bad place, but it, as long as it results in good, yeah, yeah. then, then we're fine. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. that we see that over and over again in scripture too, that, that God doesn't look at, he looks at our heart, not at the like product of what's come out of us either in our action or in our words, right? And I think that that's why Jesus had so much unkindness, mm. quote unquote, to the Pharisees is because that is what what was displayed was kind yeah. of this. Um, it looked good on yeah. the outside. Yeah, this godlike behavior. Tombs. It's yeah. a whitewashed tomb. Looks nice. Yeah. Totally empty on the Very inside. Stinky. Yeah, stinky. Ooh, uh, yeah, stinky probably. I guess yeah. it depends on if they're emptier full but yeah i'm guessing they're probably full yeah right probably full of skeletons yeah yeah that's my thought yeah 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 Ooh. sorry i just i've never thought about that in context of ezekiel ezekiel in the valley of dry bones Ooh, with the bones they're dead can these bones live i've always thought of it in terms of, yeah anyway anyways oh see is he prophesying is about the pharisees I don't know. Or is is that a like callback to your your pile of dead bones? Ooh. Because the the tombs would have been filled with bone boxes. So if you go to Israel today, you can still see there's these boxes and there would be like multiple family members in a tomb, okay. which is part of the uniqueness of Jesus being birthed in a new tomb because no one else had been laid there before. Um, so there were no other bone boxes, but like each tomb is going to have multiple bodies within it, um, mm. of bones put yeah. in this, in this box. Anyways, sorry. Sort of a, huh. but now, yeah. But I was saying, wait, you're whitewashed tombs. You look good on the outside, but you're, you're dead. You're spiritless. You're just a bag of bones inside. Just a bag of bones. That's an Oklahoma thing right there. I've heard that expression a lot. Bag of bones. Eh, just a bag of bones. I never would have said that before I moved to Oklahoma. <laughs> well, so, you think that uh, covers kindness pretty well? Yeah, it covers kindness. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, there's more to be said, but... Always. Yeah. I, I do think kindness is... We're, I feel like we're... Maybe with all of the fruits of the Spirit, but... It's not like, well, if you're not a kind person... God doesn't love you or God's not working you. But I do think it's one of those things that like we can look at our lives and saying, say sort of if kindness is absent, then we need to do a spiritual pulse check. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, that, that's a, yeah, just something, something to be aware of, I think. Yeah. Is, and, and maybe how readily or not kindness comes, you know, I Mm. think, Again, this is not about perfection or it's not about some like bar that we need to jump over. It's the fruit of the spirit, but we do believe that when the spirit comes, the spirit begins to produce this fruit and you don't compare yourself against like, well, am I kinder or less kind than Jackson, right? Like that's not, that doesn't matter. The, 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 am, am, I, am I growing in kindness? Am, mm-hmm. I, am I being convicted of kindness or, or not being kind? Am yeah. I like... Am I more aware and attentive to the ways in which God is calling me to to embody and bring kindness where I am in the situations I'm at? 
So maybe just something encouragement to us and listeners just to be aware of and consider. Yeah. And uh, choose kindness. Choose kindness. Choose kindness. Uh, And I think I spoke out of both sides of my mouth there at the, um, but I also think that those two things are true. Sometimes we do have to model and make our, make ourselves do the, do the thing that we're trying to, um, that we're trying to incubate in ourselves, you know, we got to We just got to do it. And then the spirit change will kind of come after the heart change comes, comes after. Um, but choose, choose kindness. Don't choose kindness for the sake of, you know, faking it till you make it. But in, in some sense, like if you don't know where to start, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like, uh, cause I'm confident that, that if we are seeking God and we fake it, or we we're not even faking it. We're actually we're just doing. We're seeking it. to be obedient. Right. We're seeking yeah. to be obedient. Yeah. And if you, so cho- so choose kindness. Yeah. Choose kindness. Be aware. Be attentive. I think that was a really great um, encouragement to us to be attentive because this is the spirit's work. It's not just ours, right? It's the yeah. spirit's work. Be attentive to the spirit and choose kindness. Yeah, yeah.